From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University, this is The Scene, the show that captures live music right from our own backyards and brings it straight to you. I'm your host, Jacob Holtzman, and this week we're exploring the farthest reaches of the galaxy for the funkiest of licks with the Pushing Daisies Band. A band from Indianapolis, the Pushing Daisies Band have just released their newest album, Psychedelic Funk from Outer Space. Not only are we going to give it a listen, we're also going to check in with these funky astronauts ourselves to see just how this album went down. Let's go ahead and get into the music first.
You're listening to the Pushing Daisies Band here on the scene from Indiana Public Radio. Let's go ahead and get back to the music. Remember 
the scene here on Indiana Public Radio. Right now we're about to sit down with the band to learn a little more about them and then what it took to make the album. Let's go ahead and get into it. This segment contains strong language. While audio has been censored, listener discretion is still advised. Well, it's nice to meet you guys. Obviously, we haven't gotten to meet yet. Um, I'm Jacob. I'm from the scene. And then if you guys want to just go around and introduce yourselves, we can kind of get started. You go first, Chris. I play auxiliary percussion for us and uh, sing a little bit. Hi, Jacob. I'm Tony. And I play drums. I play the drums. <laughs> I'm Mark, and I play the bass. I'm Ethan. I play the I'm Michael. I play rhythm guitar and do vocals. I'm Max. I play guitar and also sing. Well, it's, it's nice to see you guys. And so I actually found out of you guys just, you know, you started getting a pretty big presence in Muncie. Some of my friends know a couple of you guys. How did it all start? How did this all come together as the Pushing Daisies band? Chris, this guy, <laughs> and I, uh, we've been playing music together since we were like in first grade. Really long time. <clears throat> uh, but we recruited these two goons over here. And uh, we so we, we all went to the same high school and kind of started playing around then. And then uh, once we got to college, pretty much decided that, you know, this is something that we actually want to take seriously and pursue. You know, started writing our own material pretty heavily and, um, you know, trying to play out as long as possible. In the meantime, we picked up these two lovely gentlemen over here. Michael also went to high school with us, and Ethan did not. Did not <laughs> stumbled upon each other. Yes, we did. Uh, but yeah, this this configuration of the band, which is like the best that it's been, is uh, been a little bit over two years now. About two years. About, about two years. Yeah. I, don't know. I joined July 2019, and you were a little bit before that. So God. yeah, a little bit. Not even quite two years worry. yet with this full band. <laughs> I mean, I find it neat um, that, you know, in Muncie, there's a psychedelic band. So what was really the inspiration behind psychedelic and funk and like jamming? Like, do you guys draw an inspiration from a certain band or is each person different? And this is like, this is how it all settled upon itself. We kind of like started off more as like sort of like an indie rock, sort of alternative rock. Some of us kind of got super into the jam scene, like outside of what we were playing just by going to shows and like listening to those types of bands, like like Fish and Humphreys McGee and the Grateful Dead and stuff like that. Um, and then we kind of just sort of morphed into that kind of naturally just by like what we were writing at the time and, you know, decided to maybe pick up some more covers that were like leaning towards that. But then all of our, in, a lot of our influences exist outside of the jam and funk world as well. And that kind of is where some of that psychedelic, uh, more traditional rock stuff comes from is, from those influences outside of like the jam world. Yeah, no. Do you have like a specific psychedelic band you guys have as a favorite? And we all dig like Fish and the Grateful Dead, but it's not technically true. <laughs> we all don't dig the Grateful Dead. There's a couple oh, no. people right here who uh, <laughs> don't like them. People who don't dig Fish as well. So. That's true. We're all we're kind of all over the place, to be honest with you. Like we all like what we like, but it somehow comes together. You guys sound great, so it's working. The formula's <laughs> so far. Thanks, man. Right on. Thank you. Well, yeah, so apart from being at Muncie, you know, there's some big stuff you guys have gotten to be a part of. Like, I, well, that was actually the first way I found out about you was I followed the BSU Tonight Instagram, and I was like, oh, hey, there's a band. I was wondering if you guys wanted to talk about that a little. Like, how'd that start? Well, uh, I was in an improv group called Abso Improv Comedy 
one of the members of Abso Improv Comedy was Grace Gozi, who was the host of BSU Tonight for this last season. And so she reached out to me and wanted to know if the band would be willing to come on and, and do a song for the show and then do a little interview. And we're all we're all goofy people. We like to goof around and BSU Tonight is a, is a really goofy show. And, uh, and Grace is one of my best friends. So yeah, we, we went up there and we played uh, one of our better known songs, 2323, and just had a good time. Did a little interview with Grace and just goofed around. And um, I really liked that we were able to, to do something up there in the Muncie community because the music scene up in Muncie is so supportive of local music. You know, we, we, we've gotten to play up there at the sauna, um, you know, one of, one of those little venues, the sauna. And most of those people that come to the sauna are like very loyal to the bands they see there. And, and so it was kind of nice to, to, I don't know, give something back to Muncie just to be a, a part of the community a little more. No, yeah, I mean, I get that. I think that's been one of my joys working at the scene is seeing how much local music can thrive and how supportive communities help propel things so far. And so the opportunity, you know, to go on something like a TV show is really cool. Even, you know, being at a college campus, then, you know, you talked about the sauna and that's a venue we featured on the scene. And then also venue we featured is Be Here Now. And I know you guys recently had performances there. How'd that go? Oh, we've been playing Be Here Now for five years. Yeah. When Tony booked our first Be Here Now gig, um, yeah, 2017. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first real gig that we had played outside of like our hometown. Pretty sure like from that very first show, it was like, man, this place is like cool, man. Like everybody like digs not only live music, but like live original yeah. music. Like they want to hear you play well, you know, your tunes. And it's just been a frequent place ever since then. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll play there as long as we can, you know. Yeah, they were the first place that booked us like Whitney the owner up there was the first guy that said yes to us of pretty much everyone that was the first time um I think a, a, a venue has ever told us like we play original music here like don't like take it easy on the covers which was something I had never heard before which was really cool um and then like Max said it's it's I mean there's a reason they do that it's because the people around there support it so it makes sense yeah, I mean, that's definitely an awesome part about Be Here Now. Is it really fun to, you know, go back and think that you've been playing there for five years and kind of see the change as, you know, from where you started to where you are now? I'd just like to say that before I joined the band, I would come and see Pushing Daisies play at Be Here Now whenever they would come up to Muncie. And I just had such a great time being down there in that dance floor, like in the basement of Be Here Now. And they would all, every time I went out to see the band, they would be better, you know, and, and everyone who came out there always had a great time dancing with them. And so for me personally, it feels awesome to be able to like <laughs> play a show there now with them and to be able to be a part of that. But then to also see that like the place that the band is at now is even better than it was when I was just out in the audience watching. Um, that's because of you. And it's because <laughs> I, I was the missing puzzle piece and, uh, no, but it's, I, I don't know. I, I think we're all pretty excited anytime we get to play the year now because um, the energy is just always great. Even if the crowd isn't the largest, uh, the people that are there are always getting down and having a great time. And so yeah, we love being here now. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think one of your recent performances is you guys have kind of done this little tour run called the wear mask tours. I think there's another word in there that the scene can't put on air. So I'll leave leave that to you guys. But how's that gone? Especially what's it like to, you know, 
finally be able to get back out and play venues and showcase live music? Yeah, it's been it's been nice. We 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 definitely suffered from <clears throat> a lack of venues to play, but we were lucky enough to somewhat kind of play throughout COVID in some socially distanced settings uh, at some you know local clubs and stuff, which was cool. Um, you know, being back at Muncie was the it was the first time we had been back there since COVID hit when we did the first run of the wear a mask tour. And that was, that was cool. It was, it was like, you know, just coming back to something that you've known for a long time. And in the midst of all of the, you know, hell that was the first, you know, segment of COVID it, uh, it was nice to kind of see some familiarity there. I think there were people out there that desperately needed that. And so it's awesome that you guys were able to, you know, provide that service. I mean, playing shows like that, it really just helps with, you know, you, I mean, we were in the middle of a pandemic, which stinks, but it made you forget about it a little bit. You know, you get deep into a song that you like. and To an extent, we needed it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting deep into songs, um, you guys just released like your first studio album. <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a long time coming <laughs> yeah yeah we've been uh we've been working on that album for what like a year and a half before yeah. we finally got to put it out we started work we started in the studio pre-covid that postal yeah postal yeah, right. two months then, before it all broke loose yeah. yeah so we had like i'd say the majority of the tracks were already recorded but there was still some that we needed to get recorded and we didn't have any of the mixing done so we had to do all of that like during covid mm -hmm. um which was, you know, previously, you know, we would have tried to rent out like a weekend and just kind of gotten it all over with. It, it was tough to do that with COVID. So it was kind of sporadic. We'd have like one mixing day and then we would like come back like a month later or something. Yeah. But once it was, yeah, once it was finally done, it felt so good just to be done with it, but also just to like release it. And we've had a, a pretty solid like response Mm -hmm. so far with it um, with the initial release and it's only been out for two months now so well i mean postal's a good um indiana music plug also they're they're an awesome studio did you guys oh, enjoy yeah. working there yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 especially because it was our first time being in like a, a studio, like studio. A legit studio yeah. and, and they were just so nice and helped us along with it and we were able to gel with them and and uh the the dude we were working with had a pretty good idea of the sound we wanted and what we were going for. And, and I think it turned out pretty well. Did you guys record the tape? That's a personal question. <laughs> oh yeah. Heck yeah. That's the best. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're so glad that postal like had that like option, you know, they went above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One of the tapes was we overdubbed a, there was before us, there was like a bluegrass band and we finished one of the songs and it's actually on the album. I forget which song it is. So let us stay. Yeah, at the very end, oh. you can hear someone finger picking at the very end. So oh, be an overdub oh, yeah. bluegrass tape at one point. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Because the, the like, then right. it does the whole noise. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That thing. Yeah. It's a little Beatles-esque um, accidental yeah. tape run at the very <clears throat> end. So I can respect yeah. that. That's always accidental, fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you guys had like specific songs you wanted to share from the album that you were, that were your favorite. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at this point, everybody's favorites let it sting. Or at least if it's not the favorite, it's yeah, it's up there. Right? definitely up there. It's a contender for sure. Right. Yeah. 
what do you what do you guys love about let it sting so much the the cool thing about having two guitar players who kind of play differently is max is pretty much a shredder and um he's very very good at what he does um and michael is more of the uh I wouldn't say the heartthrob, but that's not the right word. But he, like the way, <laughs> the way, the way he plays is more of a like it, it hits you emotionally. So that song was really cool because it was like the first time we had ever heard him do that. Like especially like during that process, it was like the first solo he played, and it was just really started to open up. Yeah, on it, was, it was so cool. I think what's great about that recording is that um, in that little in jam, we benefited from having it be a, a softer jam that builds up a little bit because you can, it really highlights everybody in the band. Yeah. Um, you can hear how everyone's playing off of each other and really listening. And um, you know, that jam has a, a lot of space in it, which is, is something that I think we've been trying to incorporate more in, in a lot of our jams and sort of let it open up and breathe a little bit, let the instrumentation shine. Um, and so I think Let It Sting is a pretty good example of that. So, yeah, that was also like <clears throat> one of the first ones where we could like kind of use the studio as an instrument in a way, like creating some swelling effects at the beginning and some like specific yeah. delay and overdubbing like multiple guitar parts on top of each other. And yeah, as far as like a collective song, like I feel like, you know, that's that's like the uh, that was kind of the holy grail of the of the record there. Yeah. What what were some of your favorites, man? Or what did you want to talk about? What's well, I I loved <laughs> the intro of Personal Space. Uh, just coming from an engineer standpoint, did you guys put the drums through a wah pedal? It was either a phaser or a flanger. Okay, he would sent us all the stems, and I was around with it at home and just putting random effects on stuff. And then uh, I think Max and a couple others went into mix and I was like, you put a phaser or whatever. Oh no, it's a delay pedal with uh, the the feedback time like really close. So it's basically a phaser. That's what you did, yeah. but I didn't know that. And I said, yeah, it's just a phaser. So yeah. it's a phaser on the album. So it's a <laughs> long story short. It gives it that like AM radio sort of vibe. Yeah. And then when the bass kicks in, it's like full on like. Mm-hmm. No, I love that about it. And then I want to ask about the lyrics six feet apart. Was that COVID inspired or was that just it happened yeah. that way? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was like right when like we were like told to like go into quarantine or whatever. I like had to move back from I was going to IU Bloomington at the time. So I had to move back. And there was just like all these like buzzwords that you just saw on the news like every day yeah. or like on the radio. It was like all these phrases and six feet away it was like, you know, keep your keep your six feet distance whatever um and that was just like one of those one of those tunes that like i, I had way too much time to kill so um <laughs> worked it up i think in like an evening yeah. like one evening and then just like pitched it to the dudes and we actually recorded like a quick little acoustic yeah. version of it first and then ended up you know deciding to put it on the album uh, but yeah that's it's 100 percent covid <laughs> influence yeah. No, it's totally fine. I mean, I, I find it fun. I find, you know, looking back maybe, you know, 40 years from now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. Get to remember what we went through. <laughs> I also, I, I like that song because like the whole time it's just a song. Like, you know, it's like, oh, this is a, and then once that chorus comes out of six feet away, you're like, oh, it's about COVID. And then you're, it's, it's like great, but it's also like, oh, it's kind of funny. Like, it's like this beautiful, like build up to COVID, which is ironic, I guess. No, <laughs> no, I, I felt the same way. Cause I listened to it and then the chorus, I was like, wait, do I need to go back and look like, what is this song? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this entire? Right. I say, yeah, if you like, if you like go back and like listen to the lyrics after realizing it's about COVID, it's like, 
supposed to be some you know somewhat whimsical and kind of funny and goofy <laughs> well hey i mean that's totally in the genre i think you guys did really well with it another song i really liked which is also whimsical is uh also p foster mm. the name of the album psychedelic funk for us ice the what's that called the album track what do you call that <laughs> the title the track. title track there it is so i like that one that one was that one was a lot of fun well there's an edit of the song that did not make it on the video right. no, it <laughs> No, it didn't. Yeah. But the secret messages are all there. <laughs> good. Well, I'll, I'll play it forwards and backwards on the show. <laughs> yes. We'll be good. Another one I really liked was Morning Sky. And to me, I, I don't want to like necessarily um, speak on your guys' behalf. That one felt really Almond Brothers inspired, though. And I was wondering if you guys had an inspiration behind that one. I wrote that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, initially we we you know we've been playing shows for so long and writing tunes for so long that uh, you know two hours into the show or whatever we're always like okay we need like uh, a tune that's not like balls to the wall sort of like funk crazy driven and that was like the idea behind that when I first started writing it um, but definitely that whole like Almond Brothers 70s like yes like those types of vibes um that's what I was going for and of course these guys all delivered no yeah I mean I think that's great I think it's cool to have you know those differences inside an album and you know each part of you guys gets to individually speak whether it be through a song or just in a song I think that's awesome and it's easy to see how you guys kind of gel together just by talking to you as you sit around here and so I can really respect and appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. I know you guys got practice to get to also, so you can get your next studio album out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally good. Um, well, I really appreciate your guys' time. It was really fun to sit down and chat with you and just go over what I think is a really cool band and a really cool album you guys just put out. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You guys take care. Thank you. Peace. From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University, this is The Scene. Right now, we just finished our interview with the Pushing Daisies band. Let's go ahead and finish out the rest of the album.
You're listening to The Scene here on Indiana Public Radio. Let's go ahead and tune into the Pushing Daisies' final two songs.
Pushing Daisies Band showcasing their newest album, Psychedelic Funk from Outer Space, here on the scene. If you're interested in learning more about this artist, you can find them on Instagram at Pushing Daisies Band. That's P-U-S-H-I-N-G-D-A-I-S-Y-S-B-A-N-D. Thanks for tuning in to this awesome episode. I really loved making this episode as the band and their music really represents some of the top-notch talent coming out of Indiana. And to get to sit down with them was just the cherry on top. Hopefully they will be on the scene again sooner than you know it. Until then, though, take care and we will see you next time. Major support for the scene comes from Ball State, Ball State's music media production program, our underwriters, and listeners like you who support their local public radio station. Our show is produced entirely by Ball State students. Paul Butler, Abigail Bache, Liam Van Overwall, and myself are the show's producers and engineers. Gabe Waugh is our booking and communications coordinator. To find out more about the bands and venues we feature on the scene, visit our website, indianapublicradio.org slash the scene where you can learn more about the program and listen to our episode archive. Again, that's at indianapublicradio.org slash the scene. Also, if you'd like to keep up with what we're up to next, follow our Facebook page. Just search for The Scene from Indiana Public Radio. And find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at the scene on IPR. We're also on Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you find your podcasts, give The Scene from Indiana Public Radio a search to add us to your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for being with us, and join us again next time to hear what's happening in the scene, here on the scene. I just want